Atlanta or Pittsburgh? I was in Pittsburgh. Okay. I've never been there. How was it? Pittsburgh, um, for me, it was good to be with family. Like, it was good to be with, like, my friends who were, like, my family. Like, we grew up on the same block. Like, I've known this girl literally my whole fucking life. Like, this is one of my closest, oldest friends ever. Getting married, being in love. Like, I ain't gonna lie. The shit touched me. I wasn't crying or nothing. But, you know, the shit touched me to see people who, like, yo, I remember when we was just running around as kids. You know what I'm saying? I had a bad haircut. You barely had a ponytail. You know, like, like young, like, we were children. No, I get you. It, it's touching to see people enter new phases of yeah. life and you were there to witness. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, of course you know what I mean. You're the one that brought it up. So, I get it. It ain't that, oh, it's, she's in love and I'm crying. Cause, no, no, no. It's just, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm part of your journey. And it's nice to see you progressing in a nice way. You know? Yeah, man. So, I, I completely get it. That was that to me that to me that's the best part of the weekend, honestly. And being around my friends, just celebrating her, and even them just being like, "Oh, thank you guys for coming all the way up here." And it's like, where else would I be? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's your wedding. You think I wasn't gonna make it? But honestly, though, I mean, from the perspective of someone who's gotten married and understand all the work that goes into it, and you're appreciative of you sending that invite to somebody and them taking their time out to come celebrate with you. Right. And it ain't about, hey, I spent money, so come and... No, it ain't. It's it's like a lot of effort went into it. You only plan to get married once. That guest list isn't very long. Like, even if you say, oh, we're going to have, you know, 100, 150, even a 200-person wedding. And it's like, if you think I'm lying, just you by yourself. If you and your wife or your future wife go go to plan a 200-person wedding, think of the top 100 people that make your list. And I'll make it even easier for you. If they have kids, don't add the kids to the list. Just add the person and their spouse. Then sometimes you run into tricky situations. It's like, okay, if they're married, then I add their spouse. What if they've been dating for five years? Do I still add their girlfriend or boyfriend? Like, that's a conversation you got to yeah. have. So, they, And then after you whittle it down to the 100 people, like, all right, cool, I got my 100 people. Okay, where I'm going to seat these people? Certain people you can't put at the same table. Like, I honestly had sisters that were beefing. <laughs> I can't. I can't put you at the same table. <laughs> Just real talk. Right. I can't put y'all at the same table. So it's like, it, it ain't easy. And then sometimes you get people that are, they... They try to make it about them in a sense because it's like, hey, here's an invite to my wedding and you have, you know, I'm giving you two guests, so to speak, right? Then somebody else may find out and it's like, well, how come that person gets to bring two people with them? And it's like, come on. That's what we doing? Yeah, exactly. The closest thing that I can compare it to, to someone who isn't married that they might get it, when you do your your MySpace top eight, you remember that, right? <laughs> yeah. Other people was other people had a misconception on where they ranked in your life. Like, I ain't in the top four. Like, just because I may be one of your top four friends doesn't necessarily you mean my... you're one of my top <laughs> <Yeah>. four friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So then after a while, what you learn to do is say, you'll, you'll get that code that'll put like a top 32, and then you'll just put <laughs> in no particular order... These are my top 32 friends. Bro, I, real talk. <laughs> I used to put my girl at the front, 
and then just mix the rest of y'all in that shit. Like, I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. <laughs> I just, look, I ain't want no pressure with nobody. I'd look, I'd be like, mix it up. <laughs> I would literally mix it up. Chris, Ralph, Frank, Blonde, over here. Just move everybody around. Man, people look at your MySpace friends list and think that's what it is. And it's like, look, I love all y'all. I mean, understand, like, when the last time you had me vent to you, if I've never called you and vent, if you never heard me cry, <clears throat> understand you don't belong in my top four. Ooh. And that's okay. Damn. So you talking like table 17 ass niggas. <laughs> 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 hey. You hey, you start you start looking at the list when they we you know y'all be putting that little thing when y'all go to weddings, you see the little thing with the tables, you be like, table 12. I know this motherfucker my whole <laughs> you be out as fuck. And then they look to see which table is closest to the bride and groom table. And it's like, why y'all sat me all the way across the room? Like, damn, hey, you really didn't want to see me. Just be yeah, be happy you here, man. We finna go around, we finna show all the tables love just. This is stressful. I, I'm under enough stress. Hey, I, at the end of the day, the nigga was table three. That's all I'ma say. <laughs> <laughs> nigga was nigga close to the nigga was close to the bridal party. Um, the other side, oh, say, the other can... side, the opposite side, which would have been table two. That was the moms in there. I was like, hey, there you hey, go. I'm in there. Okay, I'm family. Yeah, you in there. <laughs> so I ain't had no pressure on, on, on at this wedding particularly. That's but... that's, that's first round placement. Hey, you feel me? I, honestly, I felt like I went, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> nigga felt like I went first round. But uh, congrats to uh, Shanice and Lataj. Congrats to y'all. I know y'all are probably happy that shit is over. <laughs> I, the relief I saw in both of their faces when everybody was closing up and they're going home and they was putting their shit back in the car <laughs> the next day. The relief I saw on y'all faces, I can tell y'all are like, woo, can't wait for all y'all motherfuckers to go so we can just start this new chapter of our life. That shit is real. That shit is real. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table and chop it up. Normally, I would go first. But I'm going to go ahead and kick it to my co-host because I feel like he got something for me this, this go-around. So the man to the right of me can only be... The man to the right got you fucked up. Because <laughs> I ain't got nothing special. <laughs> it's just Fluff Daddy and a family. Poppy Big Belly. Poppy Picklies. Okay. <laughs> All this coming from the dome. I didn't plan none of this shit. I had a busy week, y'all. <laughs> it's just Frank. Fuck with me, though. Hey, fuck with him. Fuck with him. <laughs> and, of course, me, Marvin, a.k.a. Young Saint, YS, God bless, walking out of your parents' bedroom after relieving your mom's stress, Mr. Flexo and the Lexo, about to make your best hoe my next hoe, a.k.a. Turnpike Mars, it's your ladies for the streets, the type of nigga you thought you could step over, your girl better in the morning like a slice of pizza. I ain't never had problems with leftovers. You know what? Next week, I promise <laughs> I'm going to be right involved. I was bullshitting last week. Next week, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna write something. <laughs> it's gonna sound like we battled the rapping in at the, at the beginning of episode 47. This is gonna be a battle rap session. I'm calling it now. <laughs> Not even man. We should get a soundboard to do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Y'all already know that man beyond. Somebody's son and me and somebody's son memes. Mr. I live in the smoker section because I want all the smoke. Your favorite co-host, Vax Kellerman, because y'all know I'm out here. Let's chop it up, man. <laughs> Let's chop it up, boss. <laughs> oh man, That's good. With nah, you. man, it's been it's been it's been a you know I when you start your week, hat like say you you go away for the weekend, you come back Monday, and you start your week on a Tuesday. It makes yeah. Tuesday feel like a super Monday, right? Like Tuesday feel like oh, yeah. a super because everybody's had all weekend to come back. Answer every email, send you a bunch of shit as they play catch up, and now I'm playing catch up after y'all played catch up. So that's what this week was for me. So it felt like I was a race of me catching up from not sleeping a lot during the weekend because you know seeing family, friends, and all that. So that's just literally what it was for me the whole week. This whole week, just catching, just catching my breath. That's what it felt like. I couldn't catch my breath. You know, like when you ch- you feel like you chasing sleep. Like, even the sleep I was getting toward the end of the day, like, even on, on Tuesday and Wednesday, like, even that sleep, it just never felt like I could catch up to the days of not sleeping properly. So, like, I know to I know when this is over, I'm going to try to get some rest, put my phone on the D&D. I need some sleep. Well, luckily for you, not only is, a, is it a holiday weekend, it's Memorial yes. Day weekend. And... I know some folks are probably thinking, well, okay, Memorial Day weekend, you got barbecues and all that shit to go to. Not necessarily if you're in South Florida. I can't speak for everybody, but I could speak for most people I know. When I say Memorial Day weekend, we typically sit our ass inside, especially if you're over the age of 30. You don't want to be nowhere where these tourists at. So you avoid the beach. You Hell, you even avoid uh, Wynwood for a bit. I ain't trying to be nowhere where anybody is No, at. No large crowds. Me in the house. No large crowds. Even if, even if, and as somebody who, you know, I work on South Beach, so you know how much I'm avoiding South Beach this weekend. Even if I was to go to the beach, I'm going to the beach mad early, like 8 o'clock, 11.30 when the, when the niggas start showing up. It's like, hey, hey y'all, let's go. <laughs> y'all start wrapping up. My wife wanted to do that, and I told her, I'm like, nah, I'm like, I'm like any other weekend, I would have gave you that. We would have went to the beach 6, 30, 7 a.m., cool. I'm like, this weekend, I don't even trust it. I don't even trust it. Because the last thing I'm trying to do is get caught in that traffic, get caught in that crap, especially with my family. Like, I don't even go out there with my homeboys, let alone my family. Oh, I'm family. not talking South Beach, oh, bro. Nah. I'm not talking South Beach at all. I'm not even thinking about South Beach. I'm talking Hollywood, oh, okay. Fort Lauderdale. Oh, okay. Bro, I don't, I'm not even going then. South at all. I'm not even talking Hollywood, nigga. I am avoiding that shit, too. Yesterday, I was driving to pick up um, my kids from my mother's house. And my mother, she stays off the 112. So, you know, in order to get to the 112, you basically have to make that merge where you're going the opposite direction of the 195, which is, which will take you to Miami Beach. Dude, traffic to get on the 195 was backed up to 125th Street, and that's no exaggeration. Bro, you you don't I don't I totally believe you. I don't even know why anyone from Miami would still want to go down there. And dude, it was 5 p.m. They already called it. Like, if you don't have a, a state ID showing that you live on the beach, you're not getting there. You're not going. They're not going to let you on. No, they don't want nobody. They don't want. They don't want people down there. They want an art district. They don't want the beach to be the. They are trying to change South Beach being a party town. And they've been trying this for the past four yep. years, and it's like y'all niggas don't get it. I'm like, 
they've done everything they possibly could do to kill the fun. They put two to three police officers on damn near every corner. They have those police towers where the niggas just sit up there and watch everything with a spotlight. I don't know. I wonder how long it's going to take for the people to realize, like, hey, Miami ain't where it's at for Memorial Day weekend, and they move it to another city like Vegas or even Cancun or somewhere. It's plenty of, it's plenty of other places ready and willing to take on all of those tourists. I'm sure. No, but, man, just the catching the sleep, trying to catch sleep, I've known I've noticed I'm even less of a morning person. And I let so many little shit annoy me lately. I it's just so look, here's an example, right? This was my group chat, I think like Tuesday, right? It's nine in the morning. I'm already a little annoyed. I'm going into work. You should have had your coffee by then though. I'm irritable. You know, I'm on keto, so I'm not really doing coffee right now because I can't do the sugar. And coffee without sugar is a waste. Oh. I don't care what nobody says. It's trash. <laughs> dirt water <laughs> no goddamn dirt water um, so here's my group chat early in the morning I'm sitting here just trying to get my day going trying to catch up on my emails here you go I wonder if we would have found a way to conquer the dinosaurs like, <laughs> <laughs> niggas 928 a.m. what the fuck is going on and this is the this is the conversation that sparked like Oh, we finna answer this. We got to, this is gonna be a debate. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, we would have, you know, gunpowder, nukes, and all this shit. I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about, guys? Hey, we didn't have nukes back then. It eventually came to that. So when it got to the point where they was like, you know, before that was before all the advancements, and I was like, oh, we really thinking this shit through. I'm muting y'all ass. I can't be a part of this today. I can't be a part of it. That sounds like my type of group chat. I would have jumped right into that shit. Oh, no. I love my group chat. Love my group chat. I just, at that morning, I was just like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I don't got it today. <laughs> we can't go off on this one. Nope, I'm out. I'm just glad it's the end of the week. Like I said, this is my, this is usually the period at the end of the week. So let's get it cracking. Let's do it. So Jay-Z announced the return of the Made in America Festival. You know, the Made in America Festival that they have out in, in Philly every year. It's had big artists like J. Cole, Drake, like this big music oh, okay. festival it's one that of those, they have. Oh, one of the bigger ones. Okay, got you, got you. Yeah, this is the one that Jay-Z, Jay-Z, and, you know, he pretty much hosts. Okay. He puts it and on. And he's bringing that back. Yeah, they're finally bringing it back because of COVID. Okay. So they announced... That, you know, because it's always curated by Jay-Z. The artists are handpicked by him. So they announced that this year, it's going to be on the 4th and 5th of September in Philadelphia, as it always was. And the lineup will be revealed soon. He's going to have Rihanna on stage. Jay said, the artist performances will be even bigger this year. And this is why I'm going to start. This is how I'm going to start the pod. Hive. This is an all-around hive alert. If you if you paid attention, he said September 4th and 5th. September 4th is Beyonce's birthday. All right? This how this how hive I am, okay? I'm I'm vibing on all high frequencies right now. It's Beyonce's birthday. I'm reading the tea leaves, okay? Okay? This is not a drill, people. You already know how this shit go. Start getting your money ready. Make sure your title subscription is on is up to date. I feel like something coming. 
you you know Beyonce good for just a little quick like ah uh-uh. oh y'all ain't think I was gonna do an album? He go twenty songs and and every every song got a music video. That's the type of shit Beyonce do. You finna go to Philly? They're, I'm ready. The second they announce it, I'm ready. Matter of fact, I was looking online for some tickets today just to see what it looked like. I mean, Philly's a nice city. Never been. I just came from Pittsburgh on one side of uh, Pennsylvania. Might as well finish the other side with Philadelphia. There you go. So, Hive, this is your alert. I'm I'm going to do like some sirens. All that shit right around here. (laughs) This is the alert. Get your shit together. The stars are aligning. I'm seeing something. You might have Beyonce and Rihanna on stage together. Can't nobody top that. Hey... Don't what say if they that. They drop the song together. It's bound to happen soon. Yeah, right. If Rihanna, Rihanna ain't gonna make no music no time soon. She is doing way too well with Fenty. She ain't got to record. She don't really need to, and that's the scary part. Yeah. Rihanna don't need to do any of that. She's good. Life is wonderful for her. She is straight. If she makes a song, that's because she is extremely bored. And I don't see that. I think Fenty keeps her plenty busy. And it's booming. It's booming. It's booming. I appreciate all that Fenty is doing for my Instagram and my timeline. I appreciate it whenever they have the drops. Because every girl all over the timeline be like, oh, here's my new Fenty. It comes in green. And I appreciate what it does for your timeline as well. That's right. Because you, you know, I'm going to shoot them to the DM. Sorry, Frank's wife. Because that's where they're going. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate you, fam. Don't follow. That's because you got to respect you. Exactly. I don't have to respect you. And that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm, I'm, exactly I'm trying not to be mean. toxic. I'm going to try not to be toxic. But speaking of toxic. Why? Speaking of toxic, let's talk about future. <laughs> let's talk Perfect about future. Perfect segue. Let's talk about future. Speaking of toxic niggas, fucking with good, happily married, happily together people. Just happy people, period. So future was featured on a 42 Doug song. 42 Doug is a nigga I ain't never heard. I've heard of him. I'm not gonna lie. I have heard of him, never heard a song. But I mean, I, I don't know whether to say he's bad or not. Like, I don't know. I've never heard his music. You just know he exists. I know he exists. He's a, he's an artist. So he has a song called Maybach. And on this song, Future says, tell Steve Harvey I don't want to. Must have forgot to tell her daddy she begged me not to leave. She didn't have a choice but to fuck a lame nigga after me. You know, that's not the first time he dropped a line like that. It's not. Remember, he's the same nigga who said, I just fucked your bitch in my Gucci flip-flops. He also had a line when Ciara started dating uh, Russell Wilson, Super Bowl winning quarterback. And he said, how you going to leave a nigga that drink lean for a nigga that drink creatine? You mad because a nigga trying snapped. to get bit? <laughs> you mad because a nigga trying to get bit? Every nigga who I played football... I bet he won't say that shit to Russell Wilson face. You bet he would? I don't care how... No, he wouldn't. I don't care how much of that nigga looks like a nerd in front of the camera. That nigga plays football. Any nigga that plays football and is willing to take hits because he scrambles out the pocket and takes hits, that nigga ain't right. That nigga will probably beat your ass. He ain't scared to take a lick. Exactly. And the nigga lift weights. No. <laughs> and the type of nigga you pick up, 
not a, that's not the type of nigga you willingly pick a fight with. And at the very least, if he show up with his friends, I'm pretty sure his friends outweigh your friends. He just gonna show up with the offensive lineman. <laughs> the whole old line ain't gonna want to see him get fucked up. Oh no, nah. he the money maker. Always. He gonna show up with three niggas that weigh over three fifty a piece. And and then he called he to fuck a lame nigga after me. I mean, Michael B. Jordan is probably the top black actor right now. Outside of The Rock. Yes, outside of The Rock. Hell, they're probably filming a movie right now as we speak. Together. <laughs> you never yeah, know. Exactly. You never know. Exactly. I don't think lame is the right word used to describe him. And honestly, it makes you look lame to call another man lame, especially if it's involving a girl. So look at it this way. If she chose to be with him, if you think he's lame, what does that make you? She chose to be with another nigga over you. That means she thought that situation was a better situation for her. Right. But when it make... Here's my thing. Don't it make you lame to be talking on to talking about your ex and... Like, if you don't care. Remember remember we had this conversation like two episodes ago where you were like, if I'm over her, it don't matter, right? Remember that? Your voice went on high and, you know, all that other shit? No, my voice went high because <laughs> you brought my kids in. See, this is what I'm... This is no, the shit no. I'm talking about, people. See how Marvin just... I don't know what we're talking about future. And he go back to pushing buttons again. <laughs> That's not what I was doing because I That's didn't exactly refer to that moment. Doing. Because your voice got deep when you talk, just like it did just now. Your voice got <laughs> deep when you thought I was bringing up your kids. I wasn't bringing up your kids. You didn't have to. You was, know that. I was bringing You're up the situation. I was bringing up the situation about, you know, you saying you don't, you wouldn't care if you was over her. So here's right. my thing. If he's so over her, and you, because he's supposed to have a whole girlfriend right now. How you, what you even talking about the next chick for? I mean, I don't know what type of girls, no I don't know what type of girls that nigga date. I don't know what type of girls that nigga date, but let me tell you, if I'm, because my girl would be like, what you worried about? Why you worried about what she doing? Yeah, that's an automatic argument right there. Like that song wouldn't even hit the streets. That The argument would have been so fierce. Like, you know what? 42, I can't. Let me do my verse over. <laughs> hey, hey, send it, <laughs> hey, send it back. <laughs> hey, send it back. I'm a, um, I'm a, I'm a, I, I got something more fire than that. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm finna, I'm finna, I'm finna switch it up a little bit. I'm finna flex on it. So send that back to me. Oh, it's going out no. now? No, 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 no. Hey, what, 42, bro, send, send the shit, bro. Please, <laughs> please. You already hit, you already hit send on the email. You can't, you can't undo it. Nah. Damn. Hey, recall My it. verse still on there? You ain't take my verse off? Nah. All right. Damn. Okay. It's all good. Because <laughs> you, you, you know, end of the day, you got to play that bitch off. You're like, nah, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Nah, don't, it ain't don't, cool. It, don't worry about it. Um, no, 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 no. I just I just felt like I could um, I felt like I could, I could come better with, with, with what I had. But no, 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 no. It's, it's cool. Hey, let me, um, let me get back. Let me, let me, let me get back at you. <laughs> Now oh, I'm calling the lawyer God. like, hey, we got to sue 42, Doug. This nigga got a, this nigga got a verse me. I ain't approved. I don't know where he got that shit from. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to eat that shit. Yeah. Be like, edit out four bars for the radio, at least. At least. I get, for one, why are you addressing her dad? 
addressing to to not address her and then call the nigga she's with. And I ain't no, you know what I'm saying? I'm securing my manhood to say that isn't he currently the world's sexiest man, people's sexy, like world sexiest man or some shit? Then we yeah. talk about that. Even if he wasn't called that in a magazine, the way every woman talks about him on interviews, he our generation on the timeline. Yeah. So even if he wasn't, even if he didn't earn that that title in into whatever magazine that was, enough people talk about this man to understand that if your girl had a chance, more than likely she will. Simple as that. Hey, hey, J. Cole said Michael B. Jordan could call be calling his girl right now. She ain't gonna fuck. And that's confidence. <laughs> that's confidence. Yeah. That's confidence. It's, it's good also rap delusion. It's also he's delusional. His girl will pick up. You feel like your girl will pick up? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> hey, you know what? And you secure <laughs> enough of your manhood to say that. <laughs> I mean, if you was in a relationship and Maya called, would you pick up? Maya? Nigga. I, would just, I think oh, she... Here's, here's what, the only reason I said Maya with a question mark is because of all the references you could go to. There's a litany of names... Is, there's a litany of names I feel like you skipped over to get to Maya. You could have stopped at Megan. You could have stopped at, like, Card. Like, you Megan had so many me. people to get to. Okay, which Megan? You talking about Megan Good or? Either Megan, <laughs> bro. What does it matter? Oh, okay. My bad. No, because I'd normally say Megan for me. I wasn't going to say Megan for you. Oh, so you cuffing. You cuffing the fantasy <laughs> of, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what you think this is? Okay, so. So it's you who who, who too nice to these hoes this week. <laughs> <laughs> you the relationship me ass nigga today. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm married. That's exactly what I am. <laughs> oh man. Hey, that was a good callback. <laughs> hey man, you know, we out here, you know. I told you we 46 episodes in. We parting now. We <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> we podcasters now. Fuck that. Oh but man. But nah, uh, I think future. In my book, he loses a lot of cool points with it. I mean, he lost a lot of cool points when he started talking shit about Russell Wilson. And when he was talking shit about Ciara, like, dude, if you break up with somebody, leave it at that. Ain't no need. Like, I never thought that shit was cool when somebody broke up with another person and they started to air out dirty laundry. Or if they're not airing out dirty laundry, you're throwing dirt on the person's name. Like, you're saying shit like, fuck this person and this person ain't shit. It's like, dog, that says more about you than it does that person. It says way more about you than it does that person. Especially when that person ain't even entertaining you. It's not like the dirt throwing is going back and forth. None of these women have said anything on record about him, or not that I've seen. It's always coming from him. It's just what, as a man, what do you get out of that, though? Nothing good comes from it. It's, it's all negative. Because it's not like you're going to get an attaboy or you're going to get a, oh, he a real one for saying that. <laughs> Honestly? It's niggas out here who are, are are you know future got some diehards, diehard fans. Uh, what is it? What is it? So on the read, they call him the leader of the Illuminigas. <laughs> it's him <laughs> take off. I mean, not take off. Tim. Uh, what's his name? Cardi B's husband. Offset. Offset. Um, all the little toxic niggas who be doing shit. <laughs> like they say, he the leader of the Illuminigas. Okay, I've, to, Offset is toxic, but he acknowledges it, though. 
And he knows he's in a toxic relationship with Cardi, and she even acknowledges. So I'm happy for them too, and what they do to each other. They okay. It ain't one sided. In this nigga case, it's one sided. I just, I just can't see myself. And and it's always one sided with him. You ever notice that though? Yeah, it's always one sided with him, except for the one who I think sued him or whatever to to get whatever she had to do for her child. But it's always seemed to be even then it was one sided. She got to sue you to get child support about you, because I think he was he wanted to send something like a thousand dollars a month or some shit like that, and she was like, "Nah, you're not gonna get away with that." Right. So then she took him to court. I don't know what the final verdict was, but I know he was trying to send something well below his means, and homegirl wasn't accepting that. Cause you you understand. In order to get these girls, you be whining them, you be dining them, you be showing them all the money that you do got to splurge and do all that shit. And then you can't play broke later. No, it don't work like that. Nah. Fretting like it's prop money. Nah, nigga. <laughs> That's just video money. Yeah, no, right. No, who was that? That was Kodak. Kodak was like, yeah. y'all be seeing me, y'all be seeing me with the, um, y'all be seeing me with the, um, with the money. That's just video money. That ain't me, <laughs> no, man. <laughs> That's my Kodak yeah, right. Broward voice <laughs> Ain't no prop money fam You got that And this is what you get for flogging Can't be out here just doing stupid shit And the nigga's like Damn near 40 At some point You, you got to grow the fuck up Like if he was 18 Doing some stupid shit It's like He learning 18. Yeah he nigga learning His OG need to Kind of sit him down and be like, yo, don't do this. But at 38, who's going to sit you down? Jay-Z? Nah, nigga. Go listen to 444 and learn how to act. Well, all married niggas love ref- referencing back to that 444. That's y'all that music, boy. That is a great album. <laughs> phenomenal album. Every married nigga I know love 444. <laughs> you will, too, one day. Maybe. One day. You will play it, and you're going to be like, you know what? Frank and them was right one day. You're right. You're right. You're going to like that other album, too. What the fuck is it called? With him and Beyonce? It's oh, So that's so. here's what I call it. There's the, the it's, a, it's a trilogy. It's Lemonade, 444, and then The Carters. Or yeah, Love and is, my goal is to never Love make is whatever. I forgot, what, I forgot what that album is called. Everything's love or something? Everything is love, yes. Okay. I'm going to cut that whole yeah. long, awkward pause. But yeah. I know you will, because you're a good editor. That's what you do. <laughs> hey, this nigga, this nigga, this nigga, like, you are not going to Rory and Maul me. That nigga been giving me compliments. <laughs> that nigga be on the market. That nigga Frank like, hey, bro, we, we, do, we in this together, bro. <laughs> yeah, I am not getting kicked off this shit. <laughs> we talking equity, transparency, yeah. transparency. You got the accounting frame? <laughs> you gonna send me that Excel spreadsheet? <laughs> hey, did you see they they uh they dropped like a commercial or some shit? Roy, so I was gonna I, I think I sent it to you. The YouTube. Yeah. It's funny. It's, it's funny. funny. Like I was laughing at it. My wife looked at it and she was like, I don't get it. And I'm like, if you a lot watch of the show, every <laughs> single joke they drop is an inside joke in relation to the Joe Button episode, uh, podcast. And I'm like, it was it was tastefully done, in my opinion. 
It wasn't. I think no. if they're smart, they need to just put these out like once a month as they build to whatever the year that they have to wait before they drop their podcast. Um, just build toward it slowly and just keep keep themselves in the in the in the conversation. Um you know who owns the company that they're working with? No, who? Kevin Durant. He owns the podcasting company that uh they're gonna be working with in the future. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. I forgot the name of it, but he's it's Kevin Durant and another the gentleman that was interviewing him in that video is Kevin Durant and that guy. They're uh they're partners in this company. Um, so Maul has strong NBA ties. Uh rumor is, I don't know how true this is, but the rumor is is that that's who he used to serve his weed to, used to sell it to NBA players or whatever. Mm. So that's why uh <clears throat> you would hear that he's close to certain NBA players. Hell, there's even photos of him with NBA players like Julius Randle and a few others. Um, we recently, he had there. a big... Huh? No, we putting them boys out there. <laughs> I ain't I ain't saying nothing that that ain't already been known. That's why I said rumor is. I'm no, I don't know. I ain't see the nigga do it. But anyways, um, it's not surprising that they uh, they linked up with Kevin Durant and um and his media company um i mean again with the buzz that they got from that hour response that they did you already you knew it was a matter of time before somebody would come at them and say yo we'll give you a show right so i'm happy for them boys and honestly when they drop their show i'll listen no i'm damn sure gonna listen i'm damn sure you know gonna and, listen. and another thing that i think another thing that i think helps them out Nobody, there's a lot of people that's the little guy in their situation, and nobody likes to see the little guy get fucked over. So, if the things would have transpired behind the scenes and nobody would have known what happened between Joe and Maul and Rory, and one day they just wasn't on the show anymore, a lot of people would have been like, oh, okay, whatever. But to see somebody get shitted on publicly like that, I think that what tugged on people's heartstrings and said, you know what? I'm going to fuck with them because I didn't like what happened to them. That wasn't right. So. Yeah. I'm a, I, they, honestly, it's some of that. And I'm going to fuck with them because I just like their vibe. You know what I mean? Right. And on top of that, yeah, they 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 did have good vibes on the show. But I also think it's the wanting to stick it to the person that fucked them over. Like, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Because don't nobody, don't nobody want to see people, I think, don't nobody want to see people get fucked over like that. Especially if they appear to be good people. Now, if it's somebody who you think is an asshole, like for the most part, um, I now just put his name out there because he had that reputation of being an asshole, like Charlemagne. If Charlemagne were to get fired tomorrow from his radio show, I don't think people would want to run to his aid. Like, don't get me wrong, he's put a lot of people on, so he'll have some celebrity friends that will want to come to his aid. But he'll have a lot of people that will throw stones at him while he's down. Same thing for Joe Budden. And the reason I didn't say Joe Budden name first and I said Charlemagne's name, because hell, they're throwing stones at Joe Budden right now. This episode of the Samurai Professionals podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture, we are the people, we are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E F. E N 
D-E-E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code SamuraiPro at checkout. How did we get here? We talked about the Rory and Maul thing, but regardless, you know, that Rory, Maul, Joe, that's all a bunch of squabbling exes anyway. It already seemed like a breakup, and we just the kids trying to figure out which parent to go to at this point. So, Oh, that's a good analogy. Yeah, it is what it is. But speaking of exes and and dating exes and, and doubling back, we've been meaning to talk about this for a while. We've just been, like, putting it off because there's just been other stories that interest us. Um, but at, by now, everyone has heard that Jennifer Lopez broke off her engagement with Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod for, you know, for most of us. And she's gotten back with Ben Affleck. Batfleck, as I like to call him, because he was a great Batman for me. The reason why we never talked about it, to be honest, is because this ain't news. Honestly, I'm glad we waited, though, because it did get a little messier. Hold on. But to me, this ain't news, dog. This is just Jennifer Lopez. It wasn't. Jennifer Lopez is the queen of the double back. She's been engaged and married more times than I can count. And two of the marriages are to the same nigga. <laughs> she collected more stones than Thanos. Ace. Hey, hey, say that, boy. Hey. <laughs> Bars. Bars. <laughs> right, I see you, sir. Yeah. She collected more stones than Thanos. It's crazy. I mean, I mean, think about it, though. You know what it got to take? I mean, as a man, I know what it took for me to ask my wife to marry me. That ain't easy. It's not. So for her to get what it was, six, seven dudes to do that? Some of them twice. <laughs> twice? That box got to be immaculate. Bro, you took that shit. Bro, when I tell you that <laughs> shit, I wrote that shit down. I said, that that thing got to be fire. Like, that then, shit got to be crazy. And she got that Jada that. Pinkett. She got that entanglement vagina. Like, <laughs> That thing got to be Bruh. smoking, boy. My God. Man. For niggas to be... <laughs> for niggas to be talking about it still... So, earlier this week, Puff posted... You know, Puff Daddy posted a picture of him and J-Lo holding hands and going to put out Throwback Thursday. And they're going to post a video later and say, hey, I'm missing my old... I'm missing my vibe. If y'all see my vibe out there, tell I need my vibe back. Like... Now you know how messy that is. Like, didn't <laughs> like didn't you leave a couple of your children's mother to be with her? Oof. Bruh. <laughs> this man is messy. When she had twins, Puffy sent the kids to like a gift basket or whatever. And I was listening to uh Power 96 and DJ Laz was talking about it. And the topic of that particular morning segment was: is it cool? For J-Lo to accept that type of gift. And DJ Laz jumped up quick and was like, hell nah. And in my head, I'm like, like, dude, they over. Like, you know, he's just sending that a was nice years gift. ago. Right. Years ago, right? But this throwback Thursday post showed he sent that gift with intention. So DJ Laz was right. Like, nah, you don't accept gifts from niggas that used to touch that. Um, I get it now. Laz, I get it now. I apologize. Yeah, man. But dude, but the last time Puffy touched that coochie was like what in the nineties, bro. This is the thing. Two thousand one. We in two thousand twenty one. Dog, 
Ben Affleck ain't hitting probably hadn't hitting probably like 10 years. He still went back. Puff ain't hit like 20 years. That I'm telling you, that thing's smoking. <laughs> Bro, you know how much Coochie Puff must have gotten in between then and now? And he still remembers that one? Bro, he done wrote songs about it. I need a girl to ride, ride, ride. I need a girl. This the same nigga, huh? The nigga done wrote songs. He done got Usher and Loon on the song. He done did remixes. He even remixed that. <laughs> this is the type of nigga Puff is, dog. Man, I remember. What was the name of that show? Um... It was on MTV. Whenever these rappers were making a video, it'll show you behind the scenes that I'm making a video. Right. And I remember when Puffy was making that, and um, he they did that in video in Miami. Yeah, the remix. Yeah, Puffy brought out his Jaguar. That's actually his car in the video. And during the video shoot, somebody scratched this shit. That nigga Puff was hot, because I think the repaint that car was like six figures or some shit. Yeah, it was super, because it was an expensive-ass paint. It was like one-of-a-kind shit. Yeah, I mean, that's what you get. I mean, think about it. That box was worth it. It that must box be. Was, that box made you not only write the song, write the remix, put your expensive car in the remix and get it scratched and then pay for the repairs. Goddamn. Shout out to J-Lo. Bro, at 50, it must still must be. She got that snapper. Hot off the, hot out the grease. <laughs> hot out the grease. <laughs> Duh, man. But what's your thoughts on um on dating exes though? That's a good question. Um, cause I yeah I know you're not in that situation now. Like that's no, totally course, different. No, of course not. Yeah, of course not. Um, I would say this. Understand why you're doing it. So okay. if let's say you broke up with somebody, right, and y'all had solid reasons for leaving each other. And you go off and do your thing, and you couldn't help, and you're not finding another person that kind of brings you happiness, if you will. Okay. And now you're just missing positive feelings in your life. I wouldn't say that's a good reason to go back and date an ex. Because mm. now you're just, you're dating them for nostalgia purposes and not really to build anything. It's like, hey, I miss feeling good. The last time I felt good was with you, so I'm just going back to a comfort zone. Don't do that. I agree. I agree. I mean, for me, it, it especially on the on the it depends on like the terms of the breakup. Because some things could just be like if you look back at it, it was all based off of like immaturity shit. I'm not talking or, about cheating or nothing. Like just like y'all just couldn't get it right. You know what I mean? Or one person moves to another part of the country. You know, like dude, you live in Missouri. I live in Florida. It, it's not work. That's not. Yeah. And if y'all end up back in the same city, then okay, cool. I would say that's something that could be revisited. Right. But, I mean, if y'all slashed tires and and broke TVs and y'all walked away from each other, and it's like, well, the last time I had good sex was with you, so let's get back together, then it's like, nah, don't do that. Nah, just fuck her. That's don't, a recipe for disaster. Together. Yeah, <laughs> y'all, was, y'all, was good, y'all was good separated. To me, that's, that's the difference. It's all how y'all left. And and if when you came back, both of you understood what the what the issues were beforehand. Because I, I think if you're gonna get back, because I always tell people, building trust is hard as fuck with someone. Building that real trust that you probably you and your wife have, 
Building that trust yeah. is very hard. You want to know what's harder than that? Rebuilding that motherfucker after trust. Oh has yeah, been definitely. Somebody posted this saying, and I thought it was so true. They said trust is earned in buckets and lost in drops. Mm. I was like, oh shit, that's I've never heard that before. But that was that was pretty good. That was mm. pretty good. Because once you lose it, man, is it work to refill that bucket? Like, <laughs> I think about that shit. Like, once you lose it, like, man, that shit is work. And I just think it's, as you rebuild and everything, I think it's going to, it requires a lot of conversation. It requires a lot of uh, patience with one another. Because you know what I'm saying? There's that awkwardness because we did break up. Right. So... You, you trying to watch what you say I'm trying to watch what I say But you got to get back to the root of what y'all were If y'all were friends If y'all cared about one another Get back to that Not only that yeah. What did y'all learn when y'all were separated? What did you mm. learn about yourself? Did you understand that what that person needed And what they weren't getting? Like if you learned these lessons While y'all were separated Then cool Y'all, can, y'all should revisit that But if those the thing. If you didn't learn about yourself, if you didn't learn or under, get a better understanding of where your partner was coming from, don't do it. Just let it be and you go off and try to find happiness elsewhere. Agreed. Now, if y'all just want to come back and smash each other, that's cool too. Yeah, I think that's yeah, what Puffy really want. Puffy ain't trying to get with her. Puffy just want that old thing back. Well, you know, Puff, Puff good about, he a king of a double back too. Now, let's think about that though. <laughs> that nigga king of a double back too. Who he double back to? His 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 his, his, child, his children's mother. He ain't double back to them. He never left. You know what? Puff is good for that too. <laughs> that Puff nigga never left. Be, Puff had Puff had Cassie the whole time. Was having having all these other kids. <laughs> <laughs> He's just collecting them like Yu Gi Oh cards or some shit. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> Woo. Take that, take that. Yeah, yeah. Your move, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> you see what happened when Cassie left him? She went hooked around and got married, got pregnant. She glowing. Looking happy as fuck. <laughs> Happier than a motherfucker. <laughs> like, woo, I got out that shit. Buffy kept her as a sex slave or some shit. Nah, don't accuse that man of that. Nah, don't do that. Nah, nah, yeah. He might fuck around and end up like T.I., Nah, we don't do allegations on this shit. No, sir. Uh, I'm being messy as fuck today. Let me see. You are. You are. <laughs> Speaking of people getting back together, Bow Wow and Soldier Wait, hold on. Bow Wow and Soldier Boy are getting back together for the Scream Tour 2020. Oh no. There's gonna be a versus between Bow Wow and yeah, Soldier okay. Boy. <laughs> you miss speaking like that explains why the versus is happening. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it now. I will say this though. I mean, now that we on the I mean, we're gonna talk about the Bawa and Soulja Boy versus, but I just wanna see before we get in get into that, get into right. that, I would say if there's there's a lot of people in hip hop that deserve their flowers and didn't get them. Okay. There's quite a few. Especially if you want to look at the artists that were really big in the early nineties and in and in the eighties. Name an artist. A lot of a lot of times that person was a shit and they didn't get their flowers because it's just that was the lay of the land of the genre. A lot of the older people kind of got phased out. A lot of the younger people didn't show them love like they should have. Now 
I would say people are getting better at giving flowers. Shout out to uh, Drink Trap Podcast. They That's their thing is giving people their flowers. But if it's two people that I would say that's part of the younger generation, if you will, that deserve flowers but don't get them as often as, as I think they should, it's them two, Bow Wow and Soldier Boy. Speak on that. In all honesty... People make jokes about Soldier Boy saying, oh, I'm the first to do this, I'm the first to do that. When ringtones became a thing, his, his song, Soldier Boy Tell Him, went platinum on ringtones. He showed people, you can make a shit ton of money on ringtones. When he made that beat on Fruity Loops, if you listen to that beat, that beat is trash, but everybody loved it. He made that beat on Fruity Loops. Again, <laughs> He showed niggas, you can do all this shit yourself. You can put it out yourself and make a fuck ton of money. He probably still gets paid on that song because he did everything. He wrote it. He produced it. All of that shit. Making dances that have more than three steps. All the TikTok dances these shorties do now. Soldier Boy was the first one to do some shit like that. I, I started that. I started that. <laughs> Real shit. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can tie his name to. And he's a Grammy award-winning artist. He was so good that Beyonce sampled his bars. Okay. Okay. You had to think about it, then it came to you. No, I knew exactly the song you talked about. I knew that's where you... When you said Grammy-winning artist, I was like, all right, this is where he going. I already knew where you were going. No, but real shit, Soulja Boy's done a lot. And I mean, whether you like his music or not, you can't deny what he's done for music. And then Bow Wow, Bow Wow was on top of the game. I mean, when we was in middle school, so I would say late 90s to... Early 2000s. Latest, 2005 at the late... Like, he had a strong run. I think he has the most... I think he probably holds the record for most retired songs on 106 and Park. Remember when that was a remember when that was a um remember when that was like a real accolade for a nigga? Like <laughs> it, it was. I mean 106 and Park was the shit. It was, it was. When they had Free and AJ, even when they had the the dude, um, what's his name? When they had Roxy and the Damn, other skinny. Guy. Forget Terrence J. Terrence J. Hey, don't forget, forgot don't forget it. the the big Tigger Jalissa era. Don't do that. Now. Oh yeah. Man, Big Tigger. <laughs> His show, The Basement, was the shit, man. Those oh, basement man. freestyles, bruh. And when you look back, a lot of them freestyles ended up in songs anyway, but... Yeah, they weren't really <laughs> freestyles. Hell, he had a lot, He had better freestyles than a lot of the dudes that came on. Because yeah. his was actually freestyles. Hell yeah. But again, I mean, think about it. Like, the show, Big Ticket, The Basement, that was a, uh, that was a staple. So you couldn't go on The Basement half-stepping. Like, Man, what's the, the group Boys in the Hood? Is that Boys in the Hood with Young Jeezy was in the group? Yeah. All right. So Boys in the Hood, I remember when they went on the basement, they had, I think it was one, it was like three of them. It was Jeezy, a dude with dreads, and another one, if I'm not mistaken. The dude four. with dreads, it was four, my bad. One of them didn't rap. The one with dreads rapped, he did okay. Jeezy rapped, he did all right. And then one dude, he rapped, but he completely fucked up. He got to live with that forever. <laughs> forever etched in YouTube memory. But yeah, I, I agree with right. you. I agree with you. Uh, we we came front like 
them boys weren't making bigger, big songs that were all over the radio. I understand people may try to clown Bow Wow now for like some of the some of the like sillier shit he's done trying to stay relevant. Um, but we can't front like Bow Wow wasn't really like doing the shit for a big he was like in our the garden. Yeah, when we were kids, Scream Tours, Bow Wow, B2K, that whole generation of uh, of, of young men, like people were after them. They were they were running shit. When people talk about good music or, um, uh, uh, like when you're measuring, like a measuring stick mm-hmm. on an artist's quality, they talk about how many units they sold. I mean, I want to say a majority of Bow Wow's albums went platinum, did they not? I'm, I'm sure they did. But, and I'm not going to front like I ain't like some Bow Wow songs, all right? Bow right. Wow, hey, you remember that? That little, let me hold you. He used to do the little, Bow used to do the little arm shit. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> people make fun of that, though. but dog, that song was number one for a while. Yeah. Him and Omario. Like, Bow Wow's had big songs. Like, I'm not going to sit up here in front. And I'm not I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to watch it and probably be a little entertained. Do I kind of think the, the two men now are kind of clowns? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Not going to lie. But, I, you know. People deserve their flowers. They do. They do. Boy, Boys in the Hood had Young Jeezy, Jody Breeze, Gorilla Jody Zoe, Breeze. And Big G. Big G is the nigga that didn't rap. I mean, Big G is the nigga that rap and he sucks. Yeah. Gorilla Zoe can rap. And Jody Breeze was the dude that uh that that spit alongside Jeezy on that basement freestyle. Mm. Them boys got yeah that that was that shit back then. That song was hard. It was. It was. That song was hard. Well, speaking of riding for your boys and niggas being disrespectful, you seen this shit with uh Russell Westbrook and the popcorn shit? And see, the thing is, <clears throat> when people don't know history. They're bound to repeat it. Yep. With that being said, I think the NBA need to let these players whoop these fans' ass. The malice in the palace needs to happen again. Ooh, you think it's just like me. I literally have a screenshot of a tweet that says, Ron Artest needs an apology from the NBA because he had every right to be fighting every, that fan. Every, the only thing I was upset when Ron Artest ran up to that fan a lot of people was trying to hold Ron Artez back, so he couldn't really lay into the fan like he should have. But man, I wish Ron Artez would have really laid into that dude. That's my thing when it comes to these athletes. I don't care what team you're a fan of, how long you've been a fan, or anything like that. These dudes don't get paid to take your bullshit. I don't care how many fucking millions they get paid. They make 20, 30, 40 million. I don't care. None of that comes, none of that should come with having to deal with your bullshit. The money they earn is because they entertain us. We buy tickets, we tune in on TV. That's how they get their money. Cool. That shit, they don't get paid to get called the N-word or to get shit thrown at them or to get spit at. Like, dog, that's... That's spitting shit? That that Trey Young spitting shit? Like, bro, that's the type of shit that get me... Like, that to me, that's one of the most disrespectful things to do to somebody. 
Oh, wholeheartedly. I agree. Wholeheartedly. You ain't and it's not necessary. You ain't worth anything. Like, like, what do you get out of that? You deserve your ass kicked. Like, I think the NBA should uh let's say, let's say if Trey Young would have went in the stands and fought dude, the NBA should went back and look at that video and say, you know what? He did spit on him. So <laughs> we gonna ban that fan for life and just, you know, hey, Trey, we're sorry. We get it. Cause I think that's nah. especially now during COVID and shit. Yeah, you endangering that man's life at that point. Right. I think I think honestly, um, the NBA doesn't do enough to protect their players. They don't. Um, because I I mentioned this to somebody and then they mentioned that, oh, you know, they doing better than the NFL. And I said, How? The NFL literally, there is a whole barrier. Like there, the 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 audience is raised up. There's a whole barrier in between the audience and the players. There's space between them and the field. NBA literally have you sitting on the floor. Like you can read if you pay enough, you can reach out and touch your favorite player if he runs by you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Honestly, people like that are fucking up. Like if they decided to remove courtside seats, I, I honestly I couldn't argue with it. If they were to keep the COVID format and then, because, you know, they started to like let people sit courtside, you know, famous enough if you had enough money to sit sit there. I'm sure those tickets now are even ridiculous now compared to what they used to be. I should but, go to Ticketmaster and just look them up. Yeah. But, bro, I they, honestly, if they decided that they didn't want fans to be courtside anymore and to have like some true distance and just lose some seats, it'd have to just be what it is, man. I remember one time um, when it was back when, you know, the Miami had the big three and they had a Christmas game in L.A. And uh, it was the it was the premier Christmas game, which means that was the game that played like midday or whatever. I got bored and looked at the what the floor seats cost at the Staples centers for that one game. <laughs> I bullshit you not. Those seats were over twenty thousand dollars. Yep. A single seat. Yep. Over twenty thousand, twenty fucking thousand dollars. When I got my first full time job, I only got paid twenty eight thousand a year. So you mean to tell me that one seat was damn near my year's salary? That is crazy. A year's worth of you going in, dealing with people's shit, being annoyed, getting up early, going home late. All of that. All of that. It's worth three hours in the guard. <laughs> that is crazy. And that probably wasn't even a seat next to Jack Nicholson. I uh, said a garden. I mean, Staples Center. My bad, man, Laker Nation. I, boy, I'm so disrespectful. So see, disrespectful. He ain't, he ain't even a real Laker fan like that, y'all. So when y'all win another one... Man, get the don't, fuck. I ain't even gonna let you finish your sentence, don't, bro. Don't, don't retweet his shit. No, none of that. Man, every, everybody know how thorough I am in my Laker shit. And don't mind me, man. Nigga, I'm just I'm just upset. I'm hurt. My team. I mean, Milwaukee came and played this season. I, I can't even get mad, bro. Yeah. I can't even get I mean, I can get mad, but as a fan of basketball, it's like you see it. Like, all right, we ain't quite there yet. Not this year. We wasn't there last year, but we played hard. But this year is like, damn. Okay. However, though, I like how the playoffs are shaping up. I didn't like to see Chris Paul get hurt, but um, these playoffs have been very entertaining. 
that they have been, that they have been. But you yeah. know, and, and I don't, I don't know if it's gonna be Lakers in five, but that's the energy you gotta have as a fan. I think so. I Pride think in your team is what you should have. Look, spitting on people, being mad at a player who like Russell Russell Westbrook wasn't doing shit, but going back to the, but going back to the locker room. You realize that, right? Like. Name an instant where you saw the NBA player start with the fan first and then the fan did something back. Every time you've seen an NBA player get in a fan's face, it's the fan antagonizing that player first. Sometimes it's just words. I remember um, Dwayne, the Heat was playing in Charlotte one year and it was a fan. And I remember this guy because he was just, he has so much to fucking say. It was a dude in a blue and a purple shirt. Every time the Heat was on his side of the floor, whether they were on offense or defense, meaning he was there the whole game, even when they did the goal switch. Every time Dwayne Wade was on his side of the court, he wouldn't even sit in his seat to talk shit. He would get up and he was finger pointing and all that. And at one point, Wade even engaged the guy. And it's like, dude, you paid your fucking money to watch the game, not to talk shit to people. Like... I mean, the first time he did it, security should have came and tapped him on the shoulder and said, hey, this is your warning. Next time, you get the fuck out. This is this is the shit I'm talking about. Like, I, I think we need to move past, like, the banning and shit. Like, spitting on somebody, that's offensive as fuck. Like, pr- charges need to be pressed. Right. That's That has to be, like, a degree of assault. Like, I'm pretty sure if I were to spit on a police officer, there'll be some charges filed against me. Agreed. So I'm pretty sure that's some type of degree of assault. They should they should enforce that to the fans. That's not cool. I remember one year when LeBron was playing for Cleveland and he lost. His your team won. It was in the it was in um uh uh the garden, whatever garden that this Boston plays in. And I'm not a Boston fan, so I don't Me know. Me neither. Okay. All right. It's TD so, Garden, but I mean TD Garden. It's fine. So they were, I mean. Your home team won. Them niggas lost. You should be happy. Like you shouldn't even be worried about these dudes. No Is that when you. the girl called him a called him a fucking pussy or some shit? No, that wasn't that wasn't there. Cause in this one, they poured a drink on him. Wow. And it's like, dude, he lost. Like, what more? Like, why throw salt in the wound? You get what I'm saying? Cause at the root of like, the word fan, fan is short for fanatic. People who are crazy over something. There's some people who take this fan shit. Too too much. Like, I, I'm a fan that I'm loyal to my team. I like to see my team win, my team over every other team. That's me as a fan. I don't hate anybody because they don't play for my team. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I don't hate any players personally, but I do dislike franchise. Like, I don't like Boston. I don't like Cleveland. We know. Okay, God cool. knows I we just, know. I just want to make, just in case nobody didn't know, just want to make sure I, I reiterate that. But I ain't got nothing against Jason Tatum. I like the guy. In fact, I hope when his contract is up, he signs with Miami. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> that ain't going to never happen. No, nah, but that's, 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 what, that's a real fan. <laughs> that's the action of a real fan. Real fans be like, man, cause you know me. How long have you known me? I've known you for a very long time. LeBron and me? Have a very tumultuous relationship. We've had arguments. Because I wouldn't <laughs> give it to him. Because I had my guy. My guy was still in the league. I'm not. I'm riding you for had my guy. guy. I had my guy. Yeah, we had arguments. I remember that. 
I'm riding for my guy. Kobe's my guy. I, I'm not, I understand. Yeah, LeBron, Le, yeah, he cool over there. He shoots some shots. He all right. <laughs> hey, but now that he's on your team, it don't feel so bad now, does it? It it, it didn't feel bad before because we was winning championships. You feel me? So it wasn't like the worst. But, no. you know, he started doing his little thing over there in Miami or whatever. Like, all right, y'all got something over there. Y'all doing something. And... I, like I said, throughout his whole career, it's been like, yeah, LeBron, he over there, whatever. But now he's on my team. I'm referring to, I'm referring to the nigga as the king. I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm though. putting Lakers, him in top fives. Like, like I'm got, doing a lot now. I'm happy for the Lakers fan base because y'all got a front office that takes running a team seriously. Mm. I mean, because y'all could have easily been like Chicago, where you have. A once in a lifetime athlete come in and build that franchise up. Not to say that the Lakers wouldn't build it because the Lakers was already a top franchise before Kobe got there, but just follow me here. You have a, a once in a lifetime athlete comes in and really put on a show for a franchise. And then years go by and that franchise is stuck trying to fill that void and trying to have another marquee athlete come in and sell tickets. Chicago is still trying to do that. They got close with Derrick Rose, but still no cigar. Mm, and then so the Lakers have Kobe, which is the best players, best player in the 2000 decade. And then to have him retire, then you get the next best player to come from the 2010 decade and pretty much get the, the, the franchise the another torch. championship. Yeah. That don't happen. And you know that's it, it doesn't happen. But one thing I, we can't say about the Lakers in general is that the torch has always been passed, like from all the way back to to Magic to 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 Shaq to Kobe to LeBron. Like, we're, and I'm only talking, and that's just the '80s. And right. I still didn't include all the other players who were on those teams. Who no, were and really I mean, good. yeah, that franchise they did. I mean. You had two of the greatest coaches to ever coach basketball come through that franchise with Pat Riley and Bill Jackson. Um, Shout out to Pat. Some of the, you had some of the best players ever to touch a basketball play for that franchise with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, and now LeBron. That's a, that says a lot about the organization. Um, I mean, it doesn't help that Los Angeles is a dope city, but I... I mean, there's dope cities everywhere. I mean, New York is a dope city. Guys ain't fighting hand over fist to play for the Knicks. They used, to, but now, but now they're going to go play for Brooklyn. So it's happening. You can't say they're not because literally they got a okay. big three slash four slash five at this point. Right, and I mean, again, so if they wanted to be in a city, cool. But so that would be the equivalent of people saying, "Yeah, I want to live in LA, so I'm gonna go play for the Clippers." Nah, it ain't like that. Nah. They, they, no, they no, no, not the Nets. The not, not the Nets. The Nets aren't the equivalent of the Clippers. I don't give them that. I'm saying they're the equivalent in the Clippers being the Lakers being a a a franchise that has strong history. Okay. In, in the NBA, the Knicks have strong history. However, the way the Lakers do business. Versus the way the Knicks do business is on two totally completely different, different ends of the spectrum. Agreed. So guys would say, I want to play for L.A. because they know business is done right over there. Ain't nobody saying they want to go play for the Knicks. Because, I mean, if you're thinking about advertisement dollars and 
getting your game on on national TV, dude, play for the Knicks. Like, you know the saying, basketball is better when the Knicks is playing good. Like, you don't say that about every team. And I mean, mm-hmm. me as a Heat fan, I'm like, fuck that. Fuck them. But I, I get it. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Shoot me your uh, your new vibe of the week, man. Now, the new vibe. Are we restricted to having this on available on streaming platforms? Or I could drop like a mixtape song. Bro, it's your new vibe, bro. What you listening to? Gucci Mane and Big Walk Dog. Song called Poppin'. I'll post a YouTube link to the social so people can get a chance to hear it. Okay. So it won't be on the it won't be on the playlist. It won't be on the Vibes of the Week playlist. Not at the moment, because I tried looking for it on iTunes. I couldn't find it, but I like the song this hard. I've never even heard of Big Walk Dog. And I was down a YouTube rabbit hole and I came across the song and I was like, yo, this shit hard. How old is the song? Shit. I think they dropped the video for it like three days ago. Oh, so it, oh, it's fresh, fresh. It's, it's, oh, out, it's fresh, fresh out of Greece. Okay. Fresh out of Greece. Okay. Snapping like J-Lo. Hey, and you know it's snapping. <laughs> you Got know. Snapper. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, my new vibe of the week. <laughs> <laughs> my new vibe of the week is a song called Chosen by this artist named Blast featuring uh, Ty Dolla Sign and Tiger. Okay. It's just a good, it's a vibey ass song. I'm, I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna send it to you tonight, and I want you to hear it. And I, I guarantee you, add it to your play. It's just a good vibey ass song. I fucks with that. Yeah. You know, I like my vibey ass song. Yeah, man. All right, man. Give me your old school vibe. So the other day, I was riding around with my wife, and the song Foxy Brown, um, "Gotta Get You Home," "Gotta Get You Home with Me Tonight." Baby. That little right there. That one. That's the one. With me and, me and, and he got to do the I foxy. Mean, Look, you you be you turn into a straight hole for a little minute. You be like, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so me and her, we groove into that shit while we driving, and then we got to talking, and it's like, you know what? I'm like anybody who knows me knows I like to dance, but I hate when the DJ puts on a New York set. Like Why? if I'm in the club, I'm in a party. Um, I want to hear my Miami. I want to hear Florida music. I like Atlanta music. And other parts of the South, like some Texas is cool. Never chopped and screwed. Some parts are, you know, like... I like a little chopped and screwed from cool. time to time. I ain't going to lie to you. I fuck with a little chopped and screwed. Not in a dance environment, though. No, no, not in a dance environment. At all. Don't, don't slow it. You want to know why? That's a Miami thing. So I'm at, my, I'm at the wedding, right? And they playing somewhat songs that would be Miami-ass songs. And then I'm sitting at the table and they're like, why he's slowing it down? <laughs> <laughs> they played the song at normal speed. I said, nah, he's playing that song at normal speed. We just so used to shit on and on and on, on and on. Like we so used to shit being fast and high pitch. We hear the shit, we like, nigga sounding deep. Like, what is, what is this? Like, I'm talking to girls at the table. What is this? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's just not my vibe. However, <laughs> that song, that Foxy, that shit can ride. That shit gets, that shit gets plenty spins. Remember when we, was, we had that conversation on the, uh, on an episode a while back, and we were saying songs that are sampled, and they did the sample justice. Yeah, this song would be perfect for that conversation. I mean, this song just hits on. 
it hits on every every key. It's classic. That's my my old old vibe. Okay, old school vibe of the week. It's old school. I got vibe. you. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna throw you up. So you'll probably appreciate this this old school vibe of the week. I waiting for tonight. Waiting for tonight. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, man. Uh, that's what Puffy sing when he was alone. And you know he in there like doing a little cha cha shit. You know, I mean, you know, you know. Ever since he 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 dated J Lo, you know, Puffy still think he a little he a little Puerto Rican. He still feel like he a little something. <laughs> um, tell me, but she got that snapper. She she has gotta to be, gotta be. Nigga still speaking Spanish. <laughs> Yeah. But nah, so I caught myself, you know, like when you on um when you get ready for flights, you you just looking for a little music mix or whatever, whatever. And I just some reason my my phone, my iTunes suggested um all of Missy's like best hits. And I ran across a song I ain't heard in a minute, and it was funky fresh dressed to impress, ready to party. Oh, that's a good one. Bro. And I, I literally played that bitch back like three or four times, man. So my old school vibe of the week is Funky Fresh Dress featuring Missy and Miss Jade. That, that's my old school vibe of the week. That's a good one. Yeah. But, all right, bro. Anything else you want to bring to the table? Let me think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this this part good. is usually a formality. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I usually ask that, being like, "All right, nigga, get your phone out so we can end the show." <laughs> <laughs> Be ready with your script. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. I got it. So, all right, man. Anything else you want to bring to the table? <laughs> nah, fam, we good. All right, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. The podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table and chop it up. I'm your host, Marvin, a.k.a. Young Saint, a.k.a. YS God Bless, walking out of your parents' bedroom after relieving your mom's stress, a.k.a. Turnpike Mars, since your ladies for the streets. The type of nigga you thought you would step over. Your girl's better in the morning like a slice of pizza. I ain't never had a problem with leftovers. You know the rest. That man beyond. Somebody's son and all the me and somebody's son memes. Mr. I live in the smoker section because I want to smoke. And your favorite co-host, Vax Kellerman. And the man to the right of me can only be. Snap Daddy. Pickley's Poppy. Pickley's Poppy is my favorite one so far. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll fuck with that one. The F and F and D. I can only be me, Mr. One Way on the Runway. Yeah. Frank. You can email us at the Samurai Professional Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, or even topic suggestions. You can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at I Can Only Be Frank. And where can they find you, Marv? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Clubhouse at Marvin X Adams. We're consistent as fuck ass niggas, as we said in the last podcast consistent as fuck. This has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace.